Welcome to Collectively Educated, the podcast where students take the lead in exploring the power of community organizing, activism, and social change. Every episode will tackle various social issues and look at how the nuances of each issue impacts the past and present. Join us as we embark on a journey to uncover the stories, ideas, and actions that shape our world through the eyes of passionate student activists as we work to become Collectively Educated. For many University of Texas at Austin students, UT is a home away from home. For four or more years, students develop so many memories within Austin communities. But what can UT students do to help Austin beyond their four years here? Austin is a wonderful place, but by no means perfect. So, how can UT students give back to a community that has given so much to us? Hello everyone, and welcome back to the second episode of Collectively Educated. For the next upcoming episodes, we will be discussing the Collective's two biggest projects, the project and alternative breaks. Today, we will be talking about the project, UT's largest day of service. The Project 2024 is a day-long service event taking place on March 2nd, where UT students come out and serve local Austin neighborhoods. This year, it'll be Dove Springs. While we could talk for hours about the project, the Education Committee isn't the primary planner for this event. Rather, the Special Events Committee and the Community Relations Committee spearhead this event, planning months in advance to ensure the project is a success. So. We interviewed a chair from each committee to learn more about them, their committee, the process of planning the project, and what to expect in Project 2024. Hello everyone, we are here today with... Hi, my name is Wesley Blue and I'm part of the Special Events Committee here at The Collective. I love that. Um, So, can you tell us more about you? Uh, What's your major? What year are you? When did you join The Collective, etc.? I'm a fourth year ECE student. That's uh, electrical computer engineering. Um, I first heard about the project last year. I was just a general volunteer and I just wanted to be more involved this year. And so now I'm part of the committee planning the project this year. I love that. So um, can you go more into depth about what your committee does? Like what is, I guess, special events for those who, for listeners who may not know, can you tell us more about special events and what they do on a daily basis, throughout the year, etc. Just yeah. elaborate more. Yeah, absolutely. So the Special Events Committee is essentially responsible for putting the project together over the course of the year. Um, we're divided into two subcommittees. That's volunteer management and logistics. Volunteer management is responsible for training the team leads, building those connections, because the team leads are ultimately sort of our event staff. And they're spearheading this volunteer effort and just making sure that all the general volunteers are getting the job done. As for me, I'm on the logistics side of things and we're just in charge of um, coordinating all the tasks that need to be done at each site and also organizing all the supply lists that we need to order for the project day. So what is your, you mentioned that you joined the collective this year. So what has your experience been thus far in this committee? Um, it's definitely been eye-opening. It's been challenging in a lot of ways. Um, for me, I'm a chair for our committee, but it's also my first time in this uh, student organization so it's been a challenge to just juggle a lot of things and just a lot of responsibilities are new to me especially regarding like site walkthroughs and just um communicating with site partners about the sort of tasks they want and the supplies and processes that go into that yes good to know have you felt that your committee is i guess cohesive enough to get through this i guess how do you overcome those challenges and like overcoming just starting this and being given so much responsibility um, definitely a lot of trust. 
have to rely on each other. I've definitely had to um, rely on my other committee members. They've done a lot. This wouldn't be possible without them. I'm really grateful for them for all they do. Um, we all come from different backgrounds and areas of expertise, but together I think we've worked pretty well despite um, coming from a place where we didn't, we weren't very familiar with each other at first. So um, I think it's going pretty well so far. I love that. That is amazing. Thank you. Um, so you mentioned the project. For listeners who might not know what exactly the project is, uh, can you go over, I guess, what it is? Uh, your his what your past experience is with it. You mentioned that you were part of the project last year. Um, where we went last year, history, or any information you'd love to give? Of course. So the project is UT's largest day of volunteering. We work with a different community each year. This year we are working in the Dove Springs community, and we work with a number of different sites. Each site having perhaps a different wish list of tasks of work that they want done, and we invite. UT students from across the campus from different student orgs to come together and get these tasks done. And I think what differentiates it from other volunteer opportunities is that a lot of these um, jobs are very construction-based, big projects, and it can be really fulfilling once everything is done. Yeah. What project did you work on last year? You mentioned you were part of the project last year. I guess yes. would you like to tell them about what neighborhood you went to or like what project you worked on? I was just a general volunteer, but I believe I was at McCallum High School. We were building sort of an outdoor classroom area and just beautifying the area in general, raking a lot of leaves. I remember that was the majority <laughs> of it. We raked a lot of leaves no, for sure. Literally, yeah. I was at Pickle Elementary um, last year, and it was all raking leaves mm. and building garden beds and putting mm. dirt. It was that was the entire yeah. thing, but it was fun. And I bonded up really close with my friends as well, and I'm sure you met mm. a lot of amazing for people sure. here as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and so I love that so much. So I guess. Um, what made you want to get more involved and go from like being just a general volunteer all the way to being a project chair? Because what made you feel what? How did your experience in when you first joined the project help you and shape you into your role today? Um, I think I was just inspired by the people and the effort that they're putting in to put this huge day together. Um, I know a lot of detail and planning goes into it, as I see now. So <laughs> it was something that piqued my curiosity, something I wanted to try out. So here I am. I love that. That is amazing. Um, what are the special events committee's goals for this upcoming project? How does this project, since we are in a brand new neighborhood, if for listeners who don't know, we are transferring from the um, St. John's neighborhood now to Dove Springs. And so I guess, what is the special events committee's goals for this upcoming project? I think at the beginning of the year, one of our collective goals was to hit a thousand volunteers, almost mm. double of what we had last year. Uh, very ambitious. Um, I think it could be possible, but I think in general for this project, I think, at least me personally, I would like just everything to go smoothly to get the job done. I know sometimes for previous project years, sometimes a lot of unfinished work, and so we might need follow-up days to finish those tasks. I think if we can really focus on our efforts and get most of the job when work done in one day, I think that would be awesome. Awesome. And so you mentioned a bunch of the work are you doing is this year, is it also a lot more beautif uh, beautification projects? I guess, is it more construction? Is it more, I heard there was a kids fair going on this year. So I guess, can you tell me more about the different sites and different tasks volunteers might be looking to do? Yeah, so I think this year there's definitely a lot of variety in terms of the different sites that we're offering and the work that's involved. For example, the Kids Fair you mentioned at Hubs Connect, 
um, is looking to provide opportunities through different student organizations, providing booths and tables for them to offer activities for participants there. Uh, meanwhile, there's a lot of construction-based tasks such as First Independent Baptist Church. We have a lot of stuff going on there. And also, uh, Pastor Mike wanted us to wash his... He has 30 goats and one horse and a donkey that he wants to wash. So <laughs> that'll definitely be an experience, and a new experience for a lot of people. Um, we'll see how that goes. So a lot of variety. Yeah, so, interesting. I haven't heard of goat washing and I've, I don't know I personally have never washed a goat mm, but that is um, a very interesting experience I'm sure uh, what have you been doing to prepare so from what you told me it sounds like you have a lot in store I guess what a special events committee been doing up to this point to prepare for the project like in these past few months walk me through what you've done yes so on the volunteer management side we've just pretty much wrapped up recruiting for our team leads we have weekly team lead trainings that are coming up where we're going to get them on board about their different roles, their responsibilities, and also familiarizing them with the sites that they're designated at. As for logistics, we have this final supply list that we need to get finished very soon because essentially we need to submit a Home Depot grant for all the tools and supplies, and that needs to be submitted soon to be approved and there's enough time for the order to be shipped and everything. So that entails going to each of the sites and having these final site walkthroughs where we're discussing with the community site partners there, finalizing all the details and tasks they want done, as well as taking measurements so we know exactly what we need to buy. I love that. Very awesome. I have best of luck getting that supply list yeah. down. <laughs> I know that's a pretty daunting it's a task. One, yeah. It's a big task. Um, so uh, beyond, I guess, what is one of the sites that you're specifically looking, or sites or tasks that you're specifically looking for? You mentioned goat, goat washing yes. as one of them. I guess, what's been your favorite one that you're looking forward to looking forward to um definitely the the goat washing one i think <laughs> hopefully that goes well i know there is some concerns of like safety oh, yeah. um but pastor mike said you'd have two people there to demonstrate oh, it that. and so i think it should be safe um assuming they're there and yeah so giving for them listeners rundown. listening if you want to if you really like animals and you yeah. want to get experience this is your with chance. animal washing this is your chance and if you're not uh, if you don't want to do animal washing i'm sure there's a variety of, of other course. things you can yeah. do as well and so i guess um why do you think someone should join the project coming from somebody who went from the project to leading the project now um i think for people who are looking for volunteer opportunities the project is perfect for them um, I think through these different sites, there's a lot of meaningful work to be done. Something that makes an impact on these different communities. Hopefully something that lasts as well. I love that. No, that I agree that it was a great opportunity, even for not only individual volunteers, but organizations as well. I know I was part of the project last year as well. And we had a lot of wonderful organizations that went and volunteered together. And that is a great reason if you like to volunteer or if you just love helping the community, you should come out. And um, what is your favorite part of the project or this process? Favorite part or process? Um, honestly, I think it's just the, the sense of fulfillment and achievement you get after the work is done. Um, some of these sites will definitely look a lot different once we're finished afterwards. And so these before and after photos that we're trying to get will hopefully make that very visible. <laughs> no, I'm excited to see. I know last year there was like a drastic change in between. So I'm excited to see what comes this upcoming uh, 
project day. And speaking of the project day, I guess, what are you most excited for? I know a lot of the work on special events is preparing for project day, but what are you most excited to do or see on actual project day? I'm just excited to see everyone there, you know, the energy, the hype, I think something to look forward to. Looking forward to meeting new people and just hope that everyone has a good time there. I love that. And um, I guess for people who either um, are looking to join the project, this is their first year, or are on the fence about joining the project, do you have any wisdom or advice for someone looking to join the project this upcoming year? I would say keep an open mind. There's definitely a lot of tasks out there, maybe a lot of new experiences for you to try. Um, it's definitely um, might be a long day for you, especially if you do decide to do both shifts. But each <laughs> shift is about four hours long, I believe. So um, take your body, hydrate, make sure you're um, taking care of yourself, yes, especially of we, since we don't know what the weather a is. A lot of late day work. Yes, know. it is. But we will be riding lunch if you do both shifts. I promise we do not. <laughs> we keep y'all fed. Yes, I promise. Of um, but I guess the last question I had. Thank you for that wonderful piece of wisdom. And I agree, everyone with an open mind or who are just looking to try something new, I definitely recommend joining the project. So I guess my final question is, what will be your role on Project Day and where will people be finding you? Um, it's a great question. I think I'll just be sort of an overall facilitator. I've been working closely with two different sites. And so um, if there's anything that goes wrong, I'll just hopefully be there to resolve any issues. Yeah. What are your two sites? I'm working with the First Independent Baptist Church and the Impact Now Food Pantry and City School. Those two are combined together. So yeah, those are my two sites. Oh my goodness. See, Wesley has been working really hard on both of those sites. So if you're interested in either of the sites he said or any of the other tasks that are mentioned, I highly recommend joining the project. And so thank you so much for talking with us. Really appreciate it. And we hope to see you and hopefully anybody listening on the project on March 2nd, 2024. And we're back. Right now, we are here with Angelina Locious, who is an amazing chair on the Community Relations Committee. So, Angie, can I call you Angie? Yes. <laughs> um, can you tell us more about yourself and like what you, who you are, um, what's your major, what year are you in, and why did you, when and why did you join the collective? Okay, yeah. Hi, I'm Angie. I am a sophomore informatics major. I joined the collective in spring of 2023, so it's the spring of my freshman year. Um, and why I joined? Primarily because of you. <laughs> I had a friend, Bella, who was in the collective already. Um, and then I learned more about what it is. It's focused on volunteering, and it was the first of that kind of org that I'd found upon joining UT as a student. Um, so I was just really interested in getting more involved at that. Um, it's been a full year since then. Angie's in such a prominent place and has contributed so much to the collective. And so speaking of collective roles and whatnot, can you tell us more about your committee, uh, what your committee does, and like your specific role and what you do? So I'm in the Community Relations Committee. I've been in this committee for as long as I've been in the collective now. But this year it looks a little bit different because we were divided <clears throat> into city relations and neighborhood relations. So I'm one of the neighborhood relations chairs. And basically within this committee, a big part of what we do, everything is tied to the project, um, which is UT's largest annual day of service, which ooh, is hosted ooh. by the collective, which is our org. Ooh, ooh. Um, and every two years for the project, we circulate between different neighborhoods in Austin. So last year we were in the St. John's neighborhood and this year we're in Dove Springs. And a big part of what the neighborhood team on community relations does is facilitate 
the partnerships between Dove Springs and the collective to help plan for all of the sites that the project's gonna happen in. So basically we have different sites um, within the community and that's where we bring our volunteers in on project day to do different tasks that community members ask us to do. But obviously we don't know anything about those sites or what they wanna have done until we've talked to people who live there and who either work or volunteer at those sites. So a big part of what we've been doing since the start of the school year is meeting with these community partners, um, getting to know more about them, their histories, their experiences living in Dove Springs, um, and kind of just what they, they're hoping to see from us as UT students bringing the project to their neighborhood this year. I love that. What has your experience been this far now that you've been here an entire year? Happy year anniversary. Thank you, yes. Um, it's been really fun. I feel like my experiences look different this semester compared to last semester because since I joined in the spring, I was kind of there for the tail end of everything wrapping up in terms of all the community partner things because all those relationships had been established, the sites had been determined, like we knew everything that was gonna happen at all the sites. So it was more just me observing the chaos of what um, like the days leading up to actual project day look like. But then this year, because I started from like the beginning of the academic year, I gotta be way more involved in the process of everything from like start to finish. So it's been really fun. I, it's been like super, um, like what's the word? Like I've learned a lot from working with the community partners um, and getting to talk with them so much this past semester. So it's been a really positive experience. Yay! I'm so glad you've had a lot of fun. You mentioned when you talked, you sounded really passionate about this thing. So I guess what's the biggest thing that struck you about Dove Springs and like constantly interacting with community partners? I think the biggest thing for me personally was, okay, so most people who know me know that like growing up, I have moved around a lot in my life. Like I don't think I was anywhere longer than like three to four years at any given time. And so because of that, I never like felt this established sense of like, community where I lived in the sense that like because my environment was always changing the people who were in my life were also always changing and so the thing that like struck me the most about Dove Springs that I was like this is super cool to actually see is how close-knit the community was because all of our community partners um, most of them have lived in Dove Springs for most of their lives. There's like generations of families, like their kids, their grandkids went through the schools in Dove Springs. They still work in Dove Springs. And also like you could see at the meetings amongst each other, they all knew each other. They were all like connected with their shared history of Dove Springs. Um, and it was just seeing that like sense of community outside of like like a movie or TV show of like, well, this is real, you know? Because like, I never seen that in my own life of just like everybody knowing everybody. Like, you know, like if you need like a haircut, like being like, oh, this person, like down the street or whatever. I always thought like that would be cool to experience. And I feel like I kind of got to experience that through seeing them interact, which is really cool. My goodness, that was so sweet, Angie. Ugh, <laughs> oh, me tear up, but on the topic of their tight knit, um, tight, how tight knit the community is, I guess what's your most memorable interaction that you've had with community members? Whether it's, is it because it gave you that tight knit sense or is it just a fun, memorable thing you can take, you took away from your community partner meetings? Um, I have two, if I can go for talk it. Do on two. two. One of them was from the community partners meetings. Um, I remember at one of the meetings we asked them a question of like, what was something they wanted UT students to know about Dove Springs just because we are like outsiders in a sense, like going into this neighborhood that we don't know anything about. And when I mentioned like 
they're they're shared by the history of dev springs one of the things that was brought up was the floods that occurred in 2013 and i feel like that's something that we've also learned a lot about as the neighborhood team because it's affected a lot of our sites specifically we've learned about how like um the buildings and certain things have changed since the floods that was something that struck me and then also another memorable experience i remember having is one of the sites that i'm in charge of for project this year is the kids fair that we're co-hosting with hub connect which is um, an austin-based nonprofit that helps put on fairs um in these communities where it might be harder for these kids to like find extracurriculars or if they're like parents are really busy um, and don't have vacations the same time like schools have vacations. They try to host um, these kids' fairs for completely free for the community just so kids have something to look forward to and show up to and like be among their uh, community. And so after our first walkthrough at the church where like Hub Connect is based, Amanda Corbett, she's the community partner for Hub Connect. And she was talking to us about like how we're doing great work and how she's really happy to see um, college students like engaged in this kind of activity and then she told us a story about how there was a kids fair that they hosted a couple years ago same idea of having college students there as well and I remember it was multiple colleges like A&M, Texas Tech, a couple of other places and one of the students from A&M he like really bonded with also the the age age range of the kids who come to these kids fairs are anything from like elementary school to early high school so there are also some younger kids so he really bonded with a a a kid who was at the kids fair and they kept in touch like after the kids fair was over i don't remember how but like they were able to make it happen and they like communicated online and everything and then the student from a&m heard from i think one of the parents or someone from the school of the kid that he met at the kids fair and like learned about how that kid had been like going through a really rough time in his life just like there were a lot of personal things like his parents weren't able to give him as much attention but then he was able to like experience that with that student from A&M and that just like changed the student from A&M's like his perspective on basically like what he'd been able to do at the kids fair so that was like super memorable because it was like a reminder of like what we're doing like the impact that you're having with this work like there's gonna we're hoping for like so many students to show up or so many kids to show up at the fair and then they get to meet all of these like college students and like make those connections i was like that is so cool so that was one of my like favorite stories that i heard oh that's so sweet no i think that's such a good takeaway and i think when it comes to volunteering a lot of the times we forget we kind of see it just like as something almost like something we're focused on, we're doing for the community. Um, and yes, like it's, I guess the focus is normally on we. And so it's nice to see um, and remind people that the focus is not on us and on like the we, it's mm-hmm. on like the people we're serving. Yeah. So I love that story. Um, okay, so now that we've gone like very, uh, a very like, I guess, focused memory, we're gonna broaden it out more. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the project in general, what does the project mean to you? Um, I feel like one of the biggest things it means to me is having an opportunity to connect with communities outside of where we are, because in my mind, I feel like sometimes UT is kind of in a bubble, like we're here as students, like working hard for our degrees and everything. But then sometimes you kind of get trapped in this like university life, even though we are like in downtown Austin and there's so much going on, like 
this is an opportunity to go outside of that and learn about other people who like this the city is their life and like I feel like yeah like just the like breaking out of that bubble and learning more about the community that you're living in because like sometimes things that you do or like having an impact outside of like in these communities outside of UT whether you're aware of it or not um and also just an opportunity to meet all these people again like whether it be the community partners who are adults um in the community or like the kids who are going to show up to the kids fair so I think that's the biggest thing for me oh my goodness no I absolutely love that I think that's really important just because UT is a very secluded area. I know a lot of students who spend most of their time on campus rather than exploring, not even just Austin, but like even if you're only exploring like the big hotspots in Austin, mm -hmm. that not touristy per se, but the super popular places, yeah. uh, you can miss out on like the small beauties within this lovely city. Um, so what has been your favorite part of the project slash this process? Mm, so for me last year when I was involved, like just in the spring and therefore project day, I would say one of my favorite parts was the actual like volunteering service. Me and Bella and some of our other friends were all site leads together at Pickle Elementary in the St. John's yeah. neighborhood. Um, St. John's neighborhood was our old neighborhood. Yeah, so that's where Project was for the last two years. Um, so that was really fun because it was like just working side by side with my friends and like also serving the community at the same time. Um, and then this year, I think I'd say my favorite part has been learning about Dove Springs more from the community partners because it's just a side of the project that I didn't see at all last year since I wasn't um, in the collective in the time that that process was happening for St. John's. Um, and again, just because of that like very like people oriented focus to it of learning about a community that I wouldn't have known much about even though it's like 20 minutes from campus. Um, then why do you think someone should join the project? You've said so much about why you love it. Why do you think from an outsider's point of view, they should join the project? I think something that sets the project apart, well actually, okay, no, I don't wanna speak like broadly in terms of like other volunteering opportunities, but I will say that like having met the community partners who know that UT students are gonna come and volunteer like they're so excited, like, because I think the project was last in Dove Springs in 2008. And then I think again in 2012. And so we haven't been back since then. Like now we're here for 2024 and 2025. And so there are some community partners who were around like when UT was there, like all those years ago. And so they're just like so excited for students to come back. So I would say like, I think people should volunteer for the project for that reason, because it's like you're another face like showing up from UT, um, helping these community partners with things that they wanted for their specific sites. So you're like able to see the impact that you're making at your location, but then also like on the people who wanted that impact to be made for their respective sites, which I think is really cool. No, very well spoken. Um, for people who either have signed up for the join the project, which if you have, yay, we'll hope we are excited to see you on March 2nd, people yes. who are still on the fence about it. <laughs> what words of wisdom or advice would you give them? I would say like, I don't think you would regret it because you have the opportunity to like meet the people who you're helping and like see the impact that you're having through your work. 
So I feel like that's not something you're gonna forget really because just like knowing in the back of your mind that there are these people who are like so grateful that you're there. On the social aspect, like you can volunteer with like anybody you know, like your friends, your family, your orgs on campus. Um, and there's such a like wide variety, especially this year, there's such a wide variety of tasks because of how diverse our sites are. Like it'll be fun. I think nice. everyone will have a positive experience. Hopefully have a positive experience. No, they will have a positive yes. experience. <laughs> um, and yeah, I'm so happy to hear that the diversity allows like everyone to find their niche thing, like find either what they're good at, good at or what they're interested in doing and then pursuing it, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So then my final question for you is where will people be finding you on project day, March 2nd? So dust free. <laughs> yeah. um, the two sites that I have been kind of like helping facilitate this year are the Kids Fair at Hub Connect and the murals, which are going to be at the rec center, the George Morales Rec Center and um, with Dane Elementary because we tried to have them in like different locations just so the murals were spread out a little bit. So I will you will find me anywhere on a road between the church that Hub Connect is based in and the rec center for the murals. Just going back and forth and making sure like everything is good and everyone's having a good experience and all of that. So yeah. No, that is awesome. So if you want to see, I will also be volunteering at the project on March 2nd. So yes. if you want to see me or Angie, um, make sure to sign up on our give pulse as a general volunteer and we hope to see you there and so thank you so much angie for talking with for us me. and we hope to see y'all at the project this episode is written and produced by the education committee within the collective at ut we'd like to thank our guests angeline alocious and wesley Liu, for participating in this podcast for more information about the project and how to sign up as a volunteer go check out the give pulse page linked in the description we hope to see you at the project on March 2nd. Until then, stay collectively educated. educated.